Hello, and welcome back to Never Wore Boring Socks. This episode is the second episode in a three-part series about creating space for creativity. So last episode, we talked about creating physical space for creativity. So I hope you've had some time to reflect on that, maybe make some shifts to your physical space so that it can better support your creative vision and goals. And today, I wanted to talk about creating space in another dimension beyond the three dimensions, time. And I think a perceived lack of time is what stops a lot of creative types from really pursuing our art. I know that's been the case for me, and I really only recently figured out how to make this space in time for myself as an adult. I obviously don't have everything figured out. I'm a human, but I'm getting there, and I feel like I've really solidified something in a way that I haven't before. And so I have something to say. Before we get into that, I didn't share my socks yet. So to be perfectly honest, I just recorded the episode two of season three right before this. I'm batch recording these so that I can make more space for other things like creativity in my life, efficiency, systems, Um, so I happen to be wearing the same socks as before, which is those Moomin socks that I mentioned from my favorite children's book series. I love these socks, but I'm going to share from a different perspective why I'm wearing these socks. The real reason that I'm wearing these socks is because I just got a new pair of shoes that I have to try on, but I have to see if they fit. So I have to wear them around the house today. So I put on socks. And they don't go with my outfit at all. They look really strange, but I'm prioritizing function at the moment and they're cute. So just a little sock tangent. Now, getting back to today's topic, creating time for creativity. So speaking of time, let's go back in time a little bit. Do a little time travel. So growing up, I did a lot of music. I was the girl who played all the instruments and I spent a lot of time cultivating that craft. I practiced for many hours every week, usually every day. And so I have experience carving out space to work on a creative artistic pursuit. And part of why that worked at that point in my life was that I was in a student mindset of I was going to school every day and then I would go home and do my homework and practice my instruments. And practicing music was kind of an extension of homework and schoolwork and it became a routine. So that structure really helped. And then I also had a lot of accountability. I wasn't just practicing for the sake of practicing, for the sake of getting better because I wanted to. That was part of it. But um, I was also taking lessons so that I knew that I would have to bring my progress to my teacher each week. And music lessons can be sort of intense in an accountability way because they're one-on-one and you have this one very talented person who's very focused on you and everything you're doing for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever your lesson is. And I used to teach music too after college for several years. And I can say on the teacher side of it too, it really does require a lot of 
focus and being present for this other person. So a lot of accountability in that sense. And then I also had accountability from my ensembles. I was always in choirs, orchestras, bands, and that's a group activity where you have to show up and do the work for the sake of the group as well. So you're showing up for the director and the other members of the group, and it doesn't work if everybody doesn't do their part of practicing, prepping for those rehearsals, for those concerts. So... I was pretty good at practicing my art form, which was music mainly while I was in school. But once I was done with school, things looked rather different. I was working, and even though I was teaching music, so I was still involved in that world, I didn't really have that structure or accountability to practice my art form in the same way that I did when I was in school, um, when I had a more regular schedule, and also when I had those forms of accountability that I mentioned. And I think it's really easy when you have obligations to other people to not put time towards your art. And this is something that I've really been grappling with the last couple of years, probably even longer than that, but something that's been on my mind a lot recently. So when I was in school, like I said, I was doing a lot of music, but I didn't necessarily make time for other creativity activities. For other creative activities, you know what I mean. Things that I love outside of music, like drawing, writing poetry. Um, And then as an adult, after being done with school, I've had jobs. So I've often been putting other people's priorities first, whether it was school assignments, showing up to work, prepping for work, taking work calls when I was supposed to be off. And those are the things that come to mind first for me in my own life. But there are, of course, all other sorts of obligations that we have or we feel we have to other people doing things for our partners, our friends, our kids, our parents, our pets, and they take time. So I've often been putting other people's priorities first, like I said, whether it was school assignments or showing up to work, all those different things. And so I know that this is a common situation and it's common to feel like there just isn't enough time to do all the things we need to do and to also do our art, whatever art means for you. And I would extend that to say to do, we don't feel like there's enough time to do what's really important to us. But over time, if we don't make time to focus on what's really important to us, that can lead to a very unsatisfying life. And I can say from experience that I was really frustrated with work for a while because I felt like it was just taking time away from my creative pursuits. And that made me feel really bitter and creatively blocked for quite a while. And I currently feel less like this in this current season of my life. So I wanted to share a few things that have been helpful for me in terms of making time for my creative and artistic projects. First, it's been helpful to have a consistent routine. I think part of why I was so good at practicing my instruments every day when I was younger, like I was alluding to, is that I did it at the same time every day. I practiced when I got home from school before I did my homework. And once my schedule got less consistent in college and then with work, I know some people have consistent work schedules. I never have. I've always had like weird contractor type jobs with different schedules each day. So 
once my schedule became more inconsistent, it was harder to make that time. And then I also think it's really important to experiment with whatever kind of routine you create to figure out what works for you. So I've been experimenting with this lately. And what I've found is that it's really important for me to do my creative work first thing in the morning. So that means before email, I'm a person who really likes being helpful to other people. So if I check my email, I will get sidetracked by all the things that other people are asking me to do, whether it's a work email, asking me to add something to my to-do list or an email from my dentist asking for paperwork or an email from a friend that I want to get back to. And so I found that I really need to prioritize time for myself in the morning before my brain is all full of other people's input in order to have a clear and calm presence and to really show up in a focused way for my art. And I've also found that I'm just a much nicer and calmer person and more grounded if I start my day with my own priorities. And that's been a really helpful lesson to learn. So... Maybe for you it's the morning, maybe it's a different time of day, but like I said, I think that it's good to experiment with what works for you, and that's really what I found works for me. And something else that's been really helpful for me that I've discovered in this experimentation process is that I like to leave a little flexibility within this routine. So for a while, I was working on this series of feng shui-inspired botanical illustrations every morning because I had this set of nine that I really wanted to finish I had this vision for these nine pieces, and it was really incredibly helpful to have that focus. And then once I was done with those nine pieces, I really felt the need to explore something totally new and less focused. So I've given myself the space within my dedicated creative time that I do every day, but within that time, I've played around with what feels most exciting and juicy to explore that morning. So the other day, I worked on a poem that was kind of inspired by one of those feng shui botanical illustrations. And then the other day, I started this colored pencil landscape and this color palette that was just really feeling inspiring to me. And then the other thing that's been really helpful is bringing back that accountability piece. I have a friend who's writing a book who had similar goals of prioritizing her creative work and was running into similar challenges. So we decided to be accountability buddies. So every Friday, we send each other something that we made that week. And even if it's something small, there's this added sense of responsibility and urgency that makes me want to have something finished by the end of the week. I want my friend to keep working on her creative project because she cares about it and She's my friend and I care about her, so I want to keep up the momentum of sending something to each other each week. And it's been really incredibly helpful to just have that knowledge that we're both going to send something to each other at the end of the week. I have this something that I'm working towards, but it's flexible at the same time, so it doesn't feel like too much pressure. So that's been really great. And then lastly... One other thing that was helpful for me was to have some kind of specific goal that I wanted to accomplish to start with. So like I said, I was working on this series of nine illustrations that I wanted to finish. And while I'm not going to keep working on those every day going forward, I've now made more space for exploring different creative projects 
But that was really helpful for me to get started on this morning ritual of creativity because I think sometimes it's hard to sit down and work on your art if you know that you're going to be looking at a blank page or you don't know exactly what you want to make. And if it feels good to doodle and experiment, do that. And I think that's awesome. And especially if it feels exciting, go for it. But I think what happens to me is that if I don't have anything in mind that I want to work on, I just get frustrated if I feel like I'm not working towards anything when I've like sat down to do my creative work. So going back to my musical roots that I mentioned, I was always working towards a concert or recital. And now I have to come up with my own goals a little more. I found that once the ball gets rolling, if I've started with a particular project that has some kind of endpoint in mind, it has kind of opened up the floodgates of creativity for me. And maybe it won't be floodgates for you. Maybe it will. Maybe it'll be a little trickle of a stream instead. But the point is, I think it really gets things moving. And then other ideas kind of come in for other things that I want to work on. So that's really helped for me. So maybe something that you could experiment with if that resonates or sounds interesting. And then some other things that have really helped me to kind of get that creative ball rolling so that I don't feel so overwhelmed by looking at a blank page during this creative time that I've carved out are to create something for somebody with like a particular purpose. So sometimes that's writing a poem for my cousins for my birthday. Or maybe it's creating a a painting for a friend that I want to gift them. So that's been really helpful as just a way to direct my creative energy to get me started. And then once I start, I feel like other ideas kind of come in, like I said. And one other thing that's been helpful is revisiting or revamping an old creativity. I keep saying creativity instead of creative. I was going to say revisiting or revamping an old creative idea that I think is still interesting, but now I feel like I can come back to it with a fresh perspective or improved skills. So if you have like some creative project that you worked on in the past and you feel like you have this new skill set, you have this new perspective that maybe if you redo that piece or you go back and edit it, it's going to be better. So that's another idea, something that's helped me in the past. So if you are looking to create more time for your creativity, here are a few questions that I invite you to reflect on. First of all, how can you create a more consistent creative ritual for yourself? What would make it easier for you to stick to your routine? Do you need to give yourself some flexibility within your guidelines? Do you need to find an accountability buddy? And then how can you start with a routine and then experiment with it? So it doesn't have to be the routine that works for you until the end of time, but how can you get started And then how can you kind of tweak it as you go along and see what works? And then what is one project you can focus on for now in your dedicated creative time? So if you're feeling blocked, you don't really know where to start, what's one project that you could start with to kind of get that creative ball rolling? So as always, I'd love to hear what you come up with 
or just if you have any other thoughts or you just want to say hi, feel free to email me at maria at mariacatherine.com. Catherine is spelled K-A-T-H-A-R-I-N-E. Or you can find me on Instagram at Maria Catherine. And I look forward to talking with you next week for part three in our Making Space for Creativity series, the last one in this three-part series. And until then, never wear boring socks. <laughs>